tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, sleepyheads! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV Sleepy Hollow After Show. Let's get... Well, I guess the rest of my panel is already very much into it. The, I think... Are they doing Thriller? I'm pretty sure it's Thriller. Guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show, at that Zach Wilson. I've also got the live chat up for those of you who have joined us live. If you haven't, you should do it. YouTube.com slash TV. Subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Now... Let's get into it. My fantastic panel is here. Start with Jackie Borowski. Holla. Twitter? Oh, at 123Jackie underscore B. Stephen Lemieux. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. You're you're very shy. Um, He's super shy. I'm very very solemn because bees were killed in the making of this episode. (laughs) Bees. No one was killed bees. in the making of this episode. They had a dead bee in its hand. It stung somebody. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty well, sure that was a prop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no bees were harmed in the making of this episode. Are Steven. you sure? I'm actually legit sure because my um, the company I work for used or made uh, Fear Factor, and you have to be very careful when you're using even live bugs. Damn. As far as like. As far as animal kindness rules, yeah. There's well, a let's lot. bring the energy back up, guys. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> a, there, no, there's a lot of stuff that thing. gets into yeah. it. And on that, I know the topic that we all want to start this episode off with. How about Ichabod and, and Zoe? <laughs> that was cute. I will admit, they're not. I'm not abandoning my ship, but it was cute. I I liked it. It was cute. I. I thought they it was... never make the flame when you're seeing teppanyaki that many times. If you're going to Benihana, if you're going to Kabuki, they don't do the flame that many times. Yeah, man, but he's looking for that tip. Unrealistic. I just love, I love the very Sleepy Hollow intro it was where you see the fire and... The knife. And the knife, and maybe you think something bad is happening, but then he's sipping a Mai Tai. He's just sipping Benihana. Okay, any guy ever, if you're on a date with a girl, if you get that drink on your first date, you are not getting a second date. Depends on how suave you are, Stephen Lemieux. It depends. I'm sorry, I don't look like Tom Meissen. <laughs> I don't have the Stop man but Ichabod has magical powers that make all women attracted to him and unable to control themselves. Uh, unless he's on bones where people have apparently a sense of Well, that's in a whole other universe where magic doesn't apply. So we don't even know what's happening there or how we even got there. And in that universe, there's not magical bee women. So I don't even want to be in that universe. <laughs> Steven, um, are, are you? Do you have a crush on the bee woman? Dude, the bee woman was pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, you get past the eyes and the bees, 
and you Steven's got yourself all about, a pretty Steven's solid. all about the neck down. <laughs> I do think she's she's one of those people you would have to put a bag over her head, but whoa, she's very Jesus bad. Christ! <laughs> those bee eyes were creepy. I mean that you don't want to be having sex with a bug, like straight up. Like I mean, it's not even about like oh she was like on trip. It's like no, she's not human. Why couldn't deep she have had the thoughts, human part up top and the bee part deep, below? Deep thoughts brought <laughs> to you by after the bottom. Uh, uh, if anyone played Fallout Three, it was very reminiscent of the the ant guy from from Fallout Three. I haven't played that one. Oh well, you're um, missing out. But before we get to the bees, I just I thought it'd be fun to open with the the silly the light story. Line before we get into the dark and gruesome stuff. I also like stuff. that in the end they gave each other flowers. I like the idea of bringing a man flowers. That was cute. I really like that. Um, for me, I was Ichabod's playing it right because this is exactly the pattern uh, that my girlfriend and I uh, had date at a uh, just restaurant and it like goes well enough to like get you there and then walk through the park. That's mm-hmm. Perfect yeah. date number two. I mean, if you've if you've gotten to the restaurant part and you've gotten through that night, and then she still wants to hang out with you, pretty good. One rule though: first dates don't do a communal table restaurant. Just saying, Ichabod, think yeah. it through. I bet he didn't tip either. He did. We watched him tip. I yeah, know, but after he was that, all sad. He was like, <laughs> I, I, but uh, no, like it was a cute storyline. I just. It's just every episode I see them together, I'm like, <laughs> horrible things are going to happen to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're the, just watching. The like, better oh. and better it goes. I'm like, as soon as, even in the, the intro where they're like showing you like last week, and I'm just like, oh no, they're showing us stuff about them being cute together. This is the end. Yeah. It's like yeah. next episode, it'll show the same intro with the flame and the knife, except that somebody like flaying Zoe. And you're like, oh, I saw this coming. She's going to become possessed, and they're going to ask her to open the Chamber of Secrets. I thought Jenny was going to be possessed, and now Jenny's going to be Jenny Irving, and we can have friend Jenicky Merlving again. I I don't follow. I just have to get uh, Booze69B thinks that Tom Meissen, the reason he is uh, so uh, suave with the ladies is because he's super hot Jesus. <laughs> super hot Jesus. Oh, man. My, I mean, my argument, and I, I've said this, on Twitter, I said this here, everybody on this show is attractive. Everybody. If I was in a room with every person on this show, I would have no idea who to look at, because everyone is gorgeous. And yes, that includes the women. We had Lindy Greenwood in here, Mm -hmm. and she has a perfect face. It's hard not to stare at it. (laughs) She has a perfect face. I I like that uh, Cadet Cadet IPK in the chat said, did Abby pay with, did Ichabod pay with Abby's money on his date? (laughs) Pretty sure he did. Pretty sure. He doesn't have a real job. To be fair, he should be getting FBI consultant fees from her at this point. So I feel like he's earned that money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Zoe comes off as very sweet and, uh, and innocent, but... I could see some ankle with her in that skirt, and that's just not acceptable. Oh I mean, Sleepington Abbey, dude. The uh, the the her Betsy Ross outfit from last week—you could see up to her knees. That was pretty sexy. Cool. All right. Cool. So now that we're done with like All the right. really quick yeah, stuff, now let's get into the uh, let's get into the bees. Bees. Uh, bees. Beads. If you haven't searched Oprah GIF bees, you are missing out, <laughs> and you need to do it right now, or just go on Twitter. The writers, um, the sleepy writers, Twitter uh, tweeted out the Nick Cage. Love no, they tweeted out Nick Cage from The Wicker Man. Oh my god, <laughs> the bees! Don't not cover bees. Henry Winkler in bees. <laughs> There's so many bee references. I love it. 
<laughs> I like covering people in bees. No, Did you guys know no. that literally last week, a truck carrying... Where are you going with this? No, literally last week in real life news, a truck <laughs> carrying tons and tons of bees, like li- like a literal ton of bees... I doubt they weighed a ton. ...crashed on the highway and flooded an entire part of a highway with bees. See, Where here's the thing. That is, that is that is so it was in LA. frightening because, like, bees are one of the things, like, that I... I don't really... I'm not, like, I don't know, like, a fear, like, I'm going to freak out, but I really, really don't like bees. If I get stung by five bees, I die. Are you allergic? You know the yeah. number. So, like, five five bee stings would pretty much kill me. You're like the kid from I got stung woman. by a bumblebee, and it was like my arm was like a football. Not pretty woman. My yeah, that ha- I watched that happen to my cousin one time. I His looked like, like goddamn Mega Man with a freaking yeah. blaster for an arm. It was <laughs> yes. ridiculous. Um, but so this, this monster worked for me in that way, because I'm like... I don't want to go anywhere near that. That scares the hell out of me. A little bit cheesy with the eyes. Yeah. Like, I would have liked a little bit more. I didn't, you know, I've seen bee bee swarm monsters tackled on lots of shows. Um, The the most notable one for me is Smallville. Can we just quote that? Um, I've seen bee swarm monsters monsters tackled on a lot of shows. They have, I have though. A lot of shows have used that element. I know, it's just, it's so funny to me. Did you know that Zach was a fan of the bee swarm monster before it was cool to be a fan of the bee swarm monster? Because he He's was. so hipster. I would have liked to see her fingers be stingers or something like that. Uh, syringe hands really oh. scare the shit out of me, so I think that would have been really cool. I think just doing something more than just the eyes and making her look like she swam in chocolate pudding would have been better. I guess she was red, though, right? I'm colorblind, so that doesn't work very well for me. She was wearing red. She was wearing red. Okay. Um, it, I, it, the, the human form of it was a little weird. Just like I was trying to figure out what the reason for it was i i guess if we it's if we a, dig into it it's that like it's a jamaican folklore or caribbean folklore thing um okay that's you know, the red lady from caribbean yeah they they have songs of the red lady from caribbean they they what people used to do is they would adapt uh creatures and sicknesses and things like that and give them a persona so yeah. they would sing of the red lady of caribbean which is literally those jack spaniards They'd sing of them, and they'd sing of what they did as if it was a song. It's like uh, sailor tunes, shanties. Shanties, like, you'll find truth within shanties of old pirates because it was just kind of like explaining things in a more lyrical way. I don't know. So, I'm sure... I mean, there's some... I mean, they do They do reference this um, this Trinidadian, like, magic. So, there there's an element of magic, too. Yeah, and I love that we've reached into Trinidadian lore. Like, we've gone to a lot of different cultures. Yeah. This season, we've gone across the globe so far. So, that was a nice pull. It was new. It was different. It was, let's um, get away from all the Christian stuff from last season. Yeah, and all the Greek stuff that we've been pumping up this season. Well, oh. doesn't it? I mean, I feel like this makes sense because we have Grace Dixon coming back, and didn't she have some of that Caribbean magic originally, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, yes, she had some voodoo and yeah. things that she used, so it, it fits. Um, it was very. I'm glad they brought Grace Dixon back, which was uh, a fan actually mentioned. It would have been a more seamless transition if we were just going to have like a character that we could flash back to in the past to see things. We could have just used Grace Dixon, who was already there, instead of bringing in Betsy Ross. Yeah. The more and more I see of Betsy Ross, the more 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 hot she is. 
You oh wait, you were. I was gonna, I was gonna say the more disappointed. Much, yeah, yeah. She, she's. You could see her shoulders and her. Why do you her. think Washington keeps her around? She I mean, doesn't fit. In aside from any, her being an amazing super spy that can kill anything, scene. she just doesn't fit. She in doesn't. The scene. I'm be. I'm becoming more. What I was saying. I'm becoming more and more disappointed with her character the more we see her. What started out as this awesome character, a fun take awesome on this historic idea. figure. Yeah, an awesome idea. It just like it hasn't developed in the slightest. She's doing the exact same thing in every episode and I don't know where it's going. Well, her her, her character is basically a writing tool so that they don't have to put Ichabod in every single flashback at every single yep. battle. Because yep. it's That's like, all it if you were like, oh my god, and this time that Ichabod was in Washington's tent after he got stung by a bee, you'd be like, Really? Is Ichabod just around every single historical figure at every point in their Forrest life, Gump. at every single gigantic thing? Yeah, Forrest Gump. So they're like, okay, let's introduce a character that makes sense for being in that time. Let's give her a cool backstory so it makes sense that she's around these people, but Ichabod wouldn't have known about everything she was doing, so there's still some discovery. Okay, who can we use? Uh, girl who made a flag. Betsy Ross. Cool. Super spy assassin. Great. Assassin's Creed into Sleepy Hollow. We got this going, and let's go. It, it yeah. really is feeling like that the character is not really a character because she's not she's she, her scenes don't have much to them so even the fans were like oh she did something in this episode she does do things in every episode but it's only for plot device reasons it's not because they're actually trying to like develop this character she never has many lines yeah i don't know it just seems like Hey, we don't have any other characters in the past to use except, oh, now we have Grace Dixon, which we should have thought of that before. Oh, but we already have Betsy Ross. Okay, cool. So let's just use Betsy Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Grace I'd Dixon love to see more. Grace Dixon would have made more sense yeah. because I they already have established that. I still yeah. think there's going to be Betsy Ross in the present. I mean, it's just... It, it seems inevitable. Like, she's a series regular on the show, and we have some more news about series regulars and some casting stuff later on, so stick around for that. But... It, it seems like they're underutilizing her for someone they're they're clearly keeping around for a reason. To just have her around to do flashbacks is a waste of character. There's no reason for that. So I have to think it's going. It's building towards something big and crazy, and I think that we're going to get it soon because we saw the big a big transition in how the show is going to be dealing with villains from here on out, presumably because I mean, this is- Pandora transitioned her, her what what she's doing. I mean, you guys are going to hate me so much right now. But okay, the scenes from next episode. Just blur it out for like 15 seconds. Spoiler alert. If you don't look such. at the scenes whatever. Unbeatable foes. They're the titans that guard Hades. Come on, guys. They're titans. She's trying to release Prometheus. I said it in episode one. All right. <laughs> and after the casting news, I'm even more damn sure of it. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into it later. We still got to talk about the Red Lady from Caribbean. Okay. Um, but so this is what Pandora has unleashed on the world. She has her, uh, she recites her little poem yeah. to call her forward out of the box. Beautiful voice. Um, she She's like, go, Red Lady. She's <laughs> like, be quiet now. I mean it. Does anybody want a peanut? <laughs> she rhymes everything. That was my point. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> else? I get that. I didn't get it. It's a Princess Bride quote. Oh. It's been a few didn't years. Didn't you dress as the Dread Pirate Roberts for Halloween? I did. And it was great. And now you're feeling it like... Inconceivable! Okay. Oh, my God. I got it off my chest. 
Anyway, um, but what did you guys think of uh, Pandora's the the big confrontation with Pandora at the end of the episode? So because we finally got the confront, we they finally found her and found her lair by tracing the Red Lady. I like that she doesn't even care. Yes, love like, it. That was love the best it. part. If it was like, oh my god, I'm hurrying now, or oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be John Noble now again. No, it was just like. Hey, yeah, you're here. So what? I mean, I'm I'm doing perfectly good over here. I got my whole shenanigans happening that you can't stop. You're having fun with the bees. I'm not allergic, but you might be. I'm good. I'm going to just climb inside this tree and go down to hell hypothetically. So see you guys later. Have fun with the bees and your uh, prussic acid. I, I like that, I do like that she just doesn't care, and that's the sign of a true diva. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. She's a true diva. She gives zero fucks, and that's awesome. And, um, she also makes stuff happen, and that's also why she can give zero fucks, because she's moving her plan along, and doesn't have to be, and is like, not bothered by anything. Um. Pandora Inigo Montoya. I, I uh, I love how Henry Parrish sat around for like fifteen episodes waiting for Moloch to like come and shit to happen, and in six episodes, Pandora has like basically like fulfilled her first part of the mission with the tree thing, and is now moving on. And I'm like, well, that happened. Fast. She's revealing her Good trap job. card, Yugi. <laughs> oh my if you're gonna make Pokemon references, I can make you get. I'm not. It's fine. I was not making a Pokemon. I did. Reference. I did earlier. Uh, he was like, because um, that's what she's doing with the box. She keeps just like throwing monsters it's at them. The Sailor Moon thing. It's a she very... had six. She had six monsters to she throw did. at them. She it's was a like very Japanese animation thing though, because um, it's the same thing they do in Sailor Moon. Well, yeah. I mean, she was like the little trainer that Ichabod and Abby come into Sleepy Hollow and the little exclamation point goes above her and she starts walking towards them. It just took her a long time to get there. She's like Queen Beryl for the Sailor Moon fans. Oh my god, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, anyway. About, like, boy um, but so, uh, as we, she unleashes the bees on them. That's what she does. I, I just hope that every season of any after show we do lets you say that sentence. <laughs> Let's have you say, as a, as a supernatural bee expert, that's what I want. I'm Zach Wilson, I, and thanks my, for unleashing the bees on us. It was my minor in college. <laughs> oh supernatural, supernatural bee bees. Expert. Supernatural beekeeping. I had to cultivate different kinds of bees, ghost bees, fire bees... And in this case, I my knowledge of uh, poison uh, anger bees. The one degree where you actually really are useful. blowing smoke. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, I like the... Uh, this is just building on Pandora's different versions of, as they point out, like, it's all different kinds of fear. I had the list. Um, secrets, Hold, chaos, loneliness... Innocence lost, death, and fear of fear itself. So she killed our old president. Um, that was the list. Yeah, that was the list. Uh, well, six things. Yeah, six, six things. Six things. Six blossoms that Ichabod. Come Found on, Ichabod. On the back of the tablet. You don't think that's important on this on the back of this magical tablet when symbols mean everything? I totally saw him pull that. I'm like Ichabod. 
why do you just randomly have this cutting board with something Gre- Greco-Roman on it? I guess it was just out of nowhere. Cutting board. I forgot about the tablet, so I'm like, is he just like looking at his cutting board and realizing, oh, wow, there's a tree with six blossoms on it. I would like to make an observation. Abby types wicked fast. Oh, totally. Every time I'm watching it, it's like... And I'm like, jeez, she did that quickly. She's Not only at- is she good at taking down assailants, but she's very good at typing. She can type 200 words per minute. So Pandora <laughs> enters the tree, and she I'm is gone. pretty sure she's going into Hades. Hades. To release into the Titans. the underworld. Or yeah. It, it's, it, it adds up. Even if she's not technically Pandora, the implication of Greek mythology seems to seems to hold up. She clearly has Pandora's box, even if she herself is not Pandora. Pretty sure she's Pandora. Um, she's you, on the Adele station Pandora. Where it's like really sad. I mean, could she feels. have taken it as a just as a name because she had the box though? I I think they're trying to imply that she's Pandora. In that last scene she's wearing a very like Greek inspired dress. She has like the, the, bowl, the curly hair. The Athenian bowl. I thought it was very interesting. Um, there's one line that she says, I know what it's like to be in the presence of someone more powerful than oneself. Oh, that was just a full-on diva move. It was basically saying, I'm more awesome than you, but then I'm going to go and see my awesome boss. Peace. Yeah, I mean, I hope that she doesn't turn out to just be, like, subservient to some, like, yeah, bigger dude. Yeah, that would make dude. me very angry. Um, and it would be against character for her. Yeah, she seems very powerful, and I want her to stay that way. Again, I want her to be his lover. No, I want her to be trying to release somebody for humanity and have that person have turned evil over the millennia. And then <laughs> she's fighting with Ichabod and them. She's an ally! I'm saying it! I've been saying it since the beginning. I want her to be an ally. I think she's an ally. I might be wrong. Um, what about our relationships? Me, I mean, we with, have uh, we have this scene with Reynolds where at first I was just like, Reynolds, you keep being a jerk and you keep being a jerk, and then I was like, oh yeah, he was attacked by the bees. Just um, to, oh, you didn't notice that he was stung before you did that? I noticed it when they got in the car and he was driving like a crazy maniac. Oh no, he like rubs his neck before the commercial, and then they're like, oh no, but. What I really liked about this scene is it gave a clever way of telling us that Reynolds is not stupid. This car ride was all about telling the audience that Reynolds is not an idiot. Because everything that he says is not something the bees are telling him. It's not insanity. It's just his subconscious. It's everything that he's been holding back from asking Abby. So it tells us that that he's thinking, who is the Ichabod? He's definitely more than you think he is. What's going on with your sister? They're definitely more involved than you're saying they are. What's going on with you? Because I know you're involved with your sister and Ichabod and lots of crazy stuff's been going on in this town since I came here. Alright, tell me it all right now because my subconscious is just blathering on like an idiot. It makes him an intelligent character and I really liked this development with Reynolds and the fact that he doesn't remember telling her means that she'll be more wary of him in the future and I like that. I yeah. I like that also we learn more about the relationship between Reynolds and Abby because it seemed weird that they haven't they, I mean they touched on it in the beginning and then they kind of like forget about it and let it be this like dead weight in the air. So I like that he he brought it up that they had this like lovers getaway and he hasn't forgot about it but she's acting like she has. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that there's a chance that Reynolds is lying, that he does remember? See, that would be interesting. I do like, I, I do like that they're doing the whole, 
um, the whole men in black like mind eraser moment where it's like oh you forget all about this weird stuff that happens so we can come on being weird behind your back weird um, I mean they literally like locked him I thought it was interesting they that locked they, him in the headless dungeon basement yeah. like you couldn't put him somewhere comfortable loved it. I was just or, like well it. hey Reynolds you probably used to Abby putting you in handcuffs hashtag throwback Whoa. Thursday Whoa. hashtag throw you down Thursday hashtag jump your bones B day are you doing like a Jesse Janity yeah, impersonation that right now? Jesse <laughs> uh, Shout out to Jesse Janity. You can find him at Twitter at GJ Jesse Janity. Okay. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but so, but I, 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 I feel like him being brought down to the their little underground base where they kept headless. Brought to bended knee. No. Well, it probably also um, meant that they if they could contain the magic. I mean, I know that yeah, it's a it, magic it, area. That's fair. Um, but I think if he did remember that, like, that it, that just being in that space is more than enough for him, if he can, if he can remember it, to put together that they know more about this world than they're, about what's going on than they're telling him. And if he doesn't, if he truly doesn't trust Abby at this point regardless of whether or not he's in love with her, it would make sense for him to play that close to the chest and wait until he can use that card down the road. Well, I think it's more of a... If he remembers and she remembers, of course she remembers, but if he remembers, he laid everything out on the line. He told her everything. And she had a moment that she could have killed him, she could have done anything she wanted to him, and she didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's acting like nothing happened. So obviously, her knowing that he knows is not, if he remembers, it's one of those things where he can probably come to the realization that, okay, maybe she's not against me if I'm still around and they saved me. But I don't see, I I mean, I don't see any benefit to Abby killing her boss. I mean, do you? She had to keep him safe. I mean, but in his mind, if she's involved in Nevin, if she's involved with Nevin Mm -hmm. on like his level, then it would have benefited her to take him out because he's leading the strike force against Nevin. So in his mind, if he's told her all this and she doesn't do anything to harm him, then that means that she's not. She's at the very least not on Nevin's side. I don't think he thinks that either. I think he just thinks that she knows more that. Because I don't think he actually believes that Abby is, like, trying to, like, sabotage the FBI. I think he's just thinking, you know more, and you're protecting your sister. She's the head of the FBI. <laughs> she's not the head of the FBI, guys. I'm sorry. No. She's not even the head of this branch. That's no. Reynolds' job. Yeah. And he's not going to let her take it away from him. And but, Oh, we also had that great reveal in the... I'm loving Jenny and Joe's scenes. I'm shipping them so hard. They talk to each other's faces, like inches from each other's faces, and they Stop didn't it. kiss. Stop trying to make characters get together. They, they were about to kiss. Oh, come on. They had the, a Steven, the two of them... There's such chemistry between them. They had them. a moment when they were in that shop with, what's his face? Azeka? Azeka? That's what I have. Oh, um, Hazaka. Hazaka. Oh, I love that scene. They um, had, I mean, they had a scene where they were so close to each other's faces when they were talking, and the guy obviously picks up on their chemistry and is making jokes about it. This uh, this will help you for uh, my long nights. <laughs> I love him as a character. He's I, really funny. Yeah, I hope he sticks around. I do too, especially after what the hell just happened. He's like a prophet. Um, yeah, he is. He's like he's like um, 
He's like John Noble, the Sin Eater. Kind of. Kind of. I was going to make a Harry the Potter reference. Thor? Trolani. He oh, I is. Thought you were gonna, oh. he in is that he like, like zaps into a prophecy. Prophet, prophecy mode, has no memory of doing it, but foretells he, doom. But... But do you think he has no memory of it? Because he says, a shadow then... Uh, you need to protect her. A shadow, a shadow old, older than yeah. time falls over your soul. You shall be claimed. And then he changes back to his normal voice. And he's like, your fate has changed. So I think he does know like whether or not the prophecy took him over. I think he remembers that moment. Maybe. Reminds him yeah. that her fate has changed. It was... I loved that moment because it was such a perfect shock. Yeah. Um, it this didn't... whole subplot was a perfect shock. The whole subplot. Yeah, let's let's dig into it because there's. I feel like this was the. I wanted to just focus on this, like Pandora, like uh, uh, B Lady is fine. Yeah. B Lady is fine. Pandora, cool. That's moving forward. I'm glad that it. Like we're only like six, seven. What are we? Six, seven episodes six. in now. Um, and Pandora's already off to the next stage of her plan. Fantastic. Um, that's what I want. I want to see progression of the storyline and Pandora's moving forward. But I could have watched them for the whole hour. Yes. With don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Jenny and Joe? I like their storyline, but I don't want a whole episode about it. And the writers are probably going to give it to us in the next few episodes, and I don't want that. They're going to give us something really interesting with Pandora and then just completely leave it there. And you're going to be like, damn it. Why did I say that? No, I like the storyline. Mm-hmm. I like that we're giving Jenny a power over something that can compete with Ichabod and Abby's power. Well, okay, so we sh- let, let's dig into it because they they get the 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 shard. They play this guy Nevins, which um, oh my gosh, I was totally duped because when Joe went in to talk to Nevins, I was like, ah, you're betraying her. And then they come out and they have that scene where it's like the double cross, and I was like. Oh yeah, yeah they oh, got. Oh yeah, they are a team. They got me too. Yeah. I I thought he was because Joe's been desperate and like he right. wants to know, and he I wants totally to know bought about it. His dad and this, it, I would have believed it. I would have believed that he would have done that as a character. But this also was cool too. I loved the double cross. I thought it made him. It, it made us as viewers see them as a stronger team mm-hmm. because they're able to take these kind of chances. I don't think we've seen the last of Nevin. Oh. oh, no. He would have gotten away no. with it, too, if it wasn't for Lindy Greenwood. Hades, no, we have not. Uh, uh, but, so, she... The, he he figures... <laughs> Sorry. Randall, I, I, eyes burn in the chat, said Moloch will return as the Malachness monster. No! <laughs> no! I could not laugh. I'm sorry, guys. Um... So they like he basically just figures out like they've had this in their possession forever, and he does like one little twist and is like, oh, it just it opens like like this. Did you not ever try like turning it? And your did she not to- see? It? Oh wait, no, because Joe was the one who was in there when he pulled the glove on to make sure he was holding the disc in a glove. Yeah, and as soon as she takes it out of his pocket, I'm like, don't touch it with your bare hands, Jenny Mills. You touched it with your bare hands. That's yeah, and now she's having like weird fire lumpy dreams. Yeah, she's turning into like. Something of that sort. <laughs> Johnny Blaze. There. Better, it's better in your head. And we're having um, these we're having these um these references to Corbin being someone that does not jive with how 
Jenny thinks of him, how Abby thinks of him, how we saw him in the two seconds. Any any version yeah, of him. We can't, even down to Angel like being bed buddies legacy. with him last week. It's totally right. different from that. Yeah, it's very bizarre <laughs> because the um, this Nevins guy said Oh, you'll you'll think like your dad, where people are not good, not evil. They just they just want power, and that does not jive with anything we know about Corbin. So now this opens up a whole different can of worms. Where where what what is Joe Corbin's character? I think the the thing that you got to realize is that everyone's playing different parts. Just like Joe when he's meeting with Nevin is thinking of something else. Corbin, the original Corbin, not not Junior Corbin. Um, could have been playing Nevin. That's true. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. The is like, if yeah. you're getting all this information from somebody who's bad and worked closely with Corbin, who was apparently what you're hearing is he was bad, but you know him your entire life as being a good guy. Why don't you think that he's smart enough to play the bad guy to be more involved in what the bad guy's doing? That makes sense. I mean that that makes sense. I, I think they're just not see- they're not seeing Corbin as a three dimensional character enough. This is a character that can make decisions from its past, and you can think of what decisions could Corbin have made in his past. Yeah. And you look at that. Every sign leads to Corbin being a good guy. Every sign. The fact that he died to save uh, Abby and Jenny. The fact that he was part of that. The fact that he was trying to warn them. He a bad guy would not have done what Corbin did. Because that was not self-serving in the least, getting his head cut off with a lightsaber axe. Yeah, but he can be complicated. That's, that's he can that's, be complicated. Great. It's like he can be a good guy and still have bad guy methods. If he you could will. have done horrible things to make sure that he was in with Nevin. He could have mm-hmm. for the greater good, and that's the kind of person Corbin is. Yes, and it'll be great to know if we can see more. I would love to have some kind of Corbin flashbacks or. Uh, just like moments, maybe we get a ghost in here. It is Sleepy Hollow, after all, yeah. or a hologram, if you will. Mm. Um, he's like, or a Purgatory Prom. It, it, just saying. I feel like it's it's something that could be fun to like see what the, his character would think of what the characters have done since his departure. Um. Okay, so running low on time today. Um. I think sleeping to Nabby will have to wait till next week. It will. Most scandalous. Uh, most scandalous, but we will have to wait till next week because I want to make sure we have time to talk for some news and gossip. Explosion TV news. Okay, so two big casting things. Um, Jessica Camacho, mm-hmm. who uh, we know as, uh, I didn't even know the name until I saw her. Freckles. The, the, Freckles. <laughs> uh, Sophie Foster, the relic hunter who is working for Nevins, has been promoted from a guest, recurring guest star to series regular. So we're going to see her, apparently, a lot for the rest of the season. How many series regulars can this show keep in the, like... A regular amount. No, they haven't. This is an insanely high amount. This is... This is very lar- a very large cast, because you have Ichabod, Abby, Jenny, Joe, uh... Uh, Betsy Reynolds. is technically Reynolds is a, a series regular. Now you have Sophie Foster, uh, Pandora. You have eight series regulars. That's a ton because that means they have to be in almost every episode. That's to get to make that decision to give them that level of pay, that level of like regularity. You have to make them appear in almost every episode for the rest of the season, and that's crazy. Especially, and I cannot find his name. 
But Stephen, I think you sent it to us uh, sometime this week. The the casting of uh, I think Jackie said it. Was it Jackie? I did. did. You send it? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't remember. I'm his sorry. Name, I don't. But a fan I don't tweeted the, it yeah. at me. I don't have the name, and I can't find Give it. Give me some Jeopardy right music, and I'll find it. Uh, Wait, did I tweet it? Or it was on I... Twitter. It was on uh, Twitter. It was a link on Twitter. That yeah. Um, but there has been a new villain cast, um, and all we know about him is that he is some kind of god. Yes. Uh, Assume, I'm assuming he's Hades of the under- Underworld. I'm assuming. Hades. I know, Stephen, you were thinking Prometheus. There we go. Um, Jackie Borowski. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Um, but there's a lot of potential if you want to go into that Greek mythos, like the mm-hmm. the, pan- the pantheon of Greek gods that could be related to Pandora. We I could... want to see them go to the River Styx. Peter oh Mensa. my god, it would be amazing. Peter, Peter Mensa. Mensa from 300, uh, I think he was in uh, Gladiator 2. Nah, dude. Big, buff, tall black dude. Very intimidating man. This guy is. We saw him for a second in Jenny's vision. We saw him for like a split. Did we? Second. I didn't see. Yeah, it. that Did was. We? Oh, was that him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, for a split I second. totally missed that. Yeah, I blinked. I blinked. Yeah, it was very quick. Don't it was blink. just a piece of his face. He's either Hades or Prometheus. I really hope he's Prometheus. Um, he could be either uh, Hades. Uh, should be based on like the talk we we had earlier in the season about Demeter. Yeah. Um, if Pandora turns out to not be Pandora, but to mm-hmm. be uh, Demeter or uh, Persephone, um, Hades would be a great pull. I would love to see that play out. Um, that she's either Demeter. The, Deme- the the tree leads me to to believe that she's Demeter or Persephone. Um, I'd have to think through it. I guess I'll come back next week with a better, a more strong idea of what I think it could be. Um, but so that we have time to do it, let's do some predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Oh, and Boo points out apparently Henry definitely isn't coming back because he's on Elementary right now. Hmm. Um, I guess that. He can have it. It's good that he's got he's got more work. Yeah. Um, so next week, as Stephen was pointing out before, we have uh, crazy, unstoppable rock monsters. Titans. They could be. Um, Come on it now, Titans. Uh, that could definitely stand. Uh, old gods brought forth. For anyone who doesn't know, the Titans are the the old gods, Kronos, uh, Zeus's parents, and the the pantheon that came before. The primary the pantheon of gods that we know, like Zeus, Hades, Poseidon, all those guys, with who they've replaced. Um, and they're locked away in Hades. And they're unhappy. Yeah, ready to be They don't unleashed, like humans. Unleashed and take out the world. Um, that could be cool. That's I like that prediction. I like it. Um, Jackie, what are you thinking? I think that Jenny is going to become possessed because... Uh, Not another Irving... Sorry, but that, that's that my was what I said when I saw that. I was like, no, I mean, that's Irving. that's what it sounds like. It's like they're saying that she's going to be claimed or her soul could be claimed. Um, so either she is in danger of becoming evil or in danger of becoming possessed. And from her dreams, it seems like she already has some sort of connection to the new character that's coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how the fact that it's the shard of Anubis comes into play. I think people... Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. 
Well, uh, we're going into Hades, and we're dealing with that storyline. Anubis is the Egyptian god of the afterlife. So, obviously, these things tie together. If we combine Hades and Anubis into one thing, that could be a really cool reveal that, like, they just... Because we deal with tons of different mythology, to smash them together would be a really unique thing I don't think I've seen before. I think... I think you're onto something in that, that I think that the Anubis shard is a shard of Hades' power. I think the fact that Jenny saw him means that it's a shard of Hades' power. Mm. I don't think it's going to possess her in any way, shape, or form. But I do think they're going to want the power back. You So you think that now she is going to be a powerful being? Like I she's going to be, maybe next week, the only one who can stop the, the Yes, titans. she's going to be the one that can stop the Titans. Because Abby has something, Ichabod has something... Now Jenny has something that's powerful, but it also makes her a target, and they're, they're going to want the power back. She's probably the key to something now. Well, I always yeah. thought, but the thing is, Jenny's always been a badass. Remember when she was in the insane asylum, and she was, like, hiding on the ceiling and then, like, came down? No, she's a badass, she's but she doesn't have anything skills. supernatural, is what that's I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not not before this, but now, yeah, now she has, I mean, maybe she'll be able to do some magic that's actually useful. Yeah, the power to turn her on. Everybody yellow. here is doing magic that's useful, <laughs> as opposed to once some... we got rid of that one lady. Yeah, hey, she was too busy magically making herself look amazing in a corset, guys. I think that's pretty much. It's all a pretty good time. spell to know, though. It is. Um, I right. wish I knew that spell. <laughs> Jackie's like, no, no, that is dumb. Where can dumb. we find you on Twitter, Jackie? Uh, at 123Jackie underscore B. You can also find me on my website, 123JackieB.com, and on my online series, Words, Wine, and Women. Stephen Lemieux. You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, as well as doing all these different stuff for the Popcorn Talk Network. If you love movies, check out YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network and follow it on Twitter at the Popcorn Talk. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and I guess Twitch now as well. I might be doing some of that uh, at that Zach Wilson and all those places. T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N, and also here at After Buzz on a whole bunch of shows. Grim is back. If you guys are fans of that show, great time. Some fun stuff coming up this season. Be sure to, t- to tune in and join us, guys. I'm Zach Wilson, and look out for those bees. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good night, sleepyheads. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.